Hey y'all, and welcome back to Talk That with Tammy. Today is episode, I believe this is episode six of the first season. And um, I was scrolling through my Facebook and a ex-co-worker of mine, and I would say a friend, we've, we've discussed some pretty personal things before, um, posted on his Facebook page, what is the point of being in a relationship slash marriage if you have to walk on eggshells around that person? And I just thought, you know what, this is a good topic because if a man is bringing this up, you know, it's some serious, some serious questions out here. You know what I'm saying? So, cause you know, men, they kind of let things slide. Now, you know, we women, we, we gotta get into it. You know what I'm saying? We trying to find out all the dynamics. So I wanted to kind of touch on this one. Um, so that's what today's topic is. Now, do you feel like you have to walk on eggshells with your significant other? And I was looking at some of the answers and a lot of people were saying like, that's why their relationships ended. That's where their marriages ended. And I'm just like, wow, I didn't know that people were really out there doing that. Now, speaking from my own personal experience, um, experiences, I've never had to do that. It's usually at the end when things are already weird is when I start to walk a little bit on eggshells because I get to the point in my mind where I'm thinking, are we going to make it through this? Or am I going to have to bow out gracefully? And I don't want to say anything that I'm going to regret. Now, in my most recent relationship, I have said many things that I regret. Um, but again, I don't. I feel like I've never had to walk on eggshells about it, though. I say it. It comes out of my mouth. I own it. Um, I take full responsibility for the things I say and do. And I try to learn and grow from it. And I pray that, you know, whoever I lashed out at, or I did something to hurt them, I pray that they forgive me and that they have a forgiving heart where they can still remain uh, cordial with me. They can still remain um, an acquaintance to me. Um, They may not forget, but I, I pray that they can forgive and that's all that I can do because that's honestly that's how I am. That's all I feel like I can do. You know what I'm saying? Like I can I can forgive, I can't forget things. So, let's kind of get in, let's dive into this a little bit. So, when we're talking about walking on eggshells with somebody that you're in a relationship or someone that you're married to, I feel that You shouldn't have to ever do that. Now, I understand at the beginning of the relationship, everything is new, okay? So you kind of walk on eggshells a little bit because you don't want to give that person all of your crazy all at once, you know what I'm saying? You got to give them time to, to, 
you know, at least get a box. Tape the box up. It's a flat pack box. Tape the box up. Get it nice and sturdy on the bottom. Put some tissue in there. And then they can start putting some glass and ceramic pieces in there uh, with bubble wrap. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get into it a little bit more, you get to know them a little bit more. They get to know you a little bit more. Then you can you can start unloading, you know, some books in there to see if, if these books are going to, you know, crack under or if the glass is going to crack under pressure. Now, I know that in my last podcast, I was talking about, you know, I don't sugarcoat anything. Now, there's a difference between sugarcoating and telling your needs and your wants on like a first date because I feel like that is important but you don't have to give all of that in one basket when you first start dating so when I think of like the eggshell situation I feel like um and one thing that you will find out about me I I equate a lot of things to um business and sex because that's like the two things that most people understand so so what I equate the eggshell thing to is when you go on an interview okay so this is what I was talking about in my last podcast when you go on the interview you tell they ask you a series of questions and then you ask them questions to find out if this is a a good fit for you you ask them you know, how often do you get paid? What's the pay frequency? Uh, how much will you be getting paid? How how many benefits are offered through the company? And how quickly do you get to sign up for those benefits? What benefits do you come in with? How many vacation hours do you get? When do they accrue? Or how do you get vacation hours? Uh, are you going to get bonuses? Are you, does the store traditionally or the company traditionally make bonus every quarter, every uh, year, every, whatever? So those are, that's getting things, that's not sugarcoating. That's getting things out there and, and putting it out there immediately. The eggshell thing to me is like you get the job, okay? You meet your coworkers. They're kind of looking at you like, who is this new bitch? And you're kind of looking at them like, I'm the new bitch, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So you're kind of walking on eggshells a little bit, you know, because you don't want to get in there cracking skulls on the first day. You got to get a vibe of the environment. You got to, you know, get to know these people a little bit. And then before you know it, you cracking up, acting crazy, and and y'all just best of friends. Y'all, look, they know at 2 o'clock you take your, your daily shit, and they see you getting up, and they kind of giggling behind their cubicle, and you just, all you got to do is look at them, nod your head, they know where you going type of situation. So after a little bit of time, you don't have to walk on eggshells. I get concerned when I hear about people being in long-term relationships or marriages where they've been walking on eggshells since the beginning and they are still walking on eggshells. Um, they don't, they don't want 
their spouse to know that they have ambitions or they don't want their spouse to know that what they've done in the past they don't want their spouse to know about their past you know even something as small as people not farting in front of their spouse that is the craziest thing in the world to me now look at me okay let me explain something to you my most recent relationship this man farted uh let's see this was about I think we were still courting because I believe in courting. I believe in dating. I believe in all of that. So we were doing that for maybe like a month or two. This was probably uh, a month in and it was like our first time uh, having sex. And I got up to go to the bathroom I had to use the bathroom. Plus, also, I had to toot a little bit myself. But I had unpacked a lot with this man. But I wasn't ready to unpack that yet. Listen to me. I got into the bathroom. And this man ripped a mean grumpy. And a whole nother room across the apartment. I heard it through the vent. And then I heard him laughing through the vent. I knew... Right then and there. Oh, there's no eggshells to be had with this one. He can rip grumpies. And he he did explain to me that he was trying to hold it, you know, while we were mid, you know, coitus. And, uh, <laughs> and he, when I got up, he gave him the perfect opportunity, but he didn't think it was going to be that loud. Plus, we were like... The way that my apartment was set up, my vent was like almost right underneath or right up above the bed. So anything that you doing in there, you can hear it through the vent. When I tell you I was so happy and elated that he didn't feel like he had to walk on eggshells with me. It was, look, it was on like Donkey Kong after that. We both would fart in front of each other. We burp in front of each other. Um, he would slap my ass in public. Uh, I sometimes would slap his. I mean, he had a nice ass. But, <laughs> um, like, you know, we didn't feel like he would hold my hand. I, I didn't feel uncomfortable when I was feeling some type of way about anything. I didn't feel uncomfortable talking to him about it. Um, I, I thought... And I could be wrong, and this person is not here to defend himself, but I thought that I made it open enough for him to express himself as well. So it didn't get to the eggshell part until until towards the end of it, when now it's to the point where I'm scared to say anything because he could decide to leave at the drop of a dime. So I need to choose my words carefully because I am not secure in the situation enough to know if I do let him leave, how I'm going to feel about it. So it got to the eggshell part towards the end, but I, I'm a firm believer in you, you have to be you. And if you want to be with a chick like me, you have to be comfortable in and letting yourself go. I want to be 
and I didn't really learn this until I'm telling y'all, I got this surgery this year and I have turned into like my, the Maya Angelou of life. Like it's crazy. And y'all may not feel that way, but I feel that way for myself because my eyes are opening to a lot of things that even being an adult, I thought that it was correct. And now I'm learning things about myself and learning things about other people. And I'm thinking I should have handled that differently. I should have done this this way. I should have done this that way. I should have been more bold. I should have um, let somebody else shine at that point. Like I'm learning these things. So now I'm definitely a the type of woman that like if you want to date me, I need you to be your most vulnerable with me. Sorry, I can't talk tonight. You're most vulnerable with me because that's how I'm about to be with you. I have to be vulnerable. I have to be able to be vulnerable with you. And that's why I keep my friends to a limited group. So I always, I'm the type of person, I try to bring people together. I try to bring family members that maybe don't know each other or family members that haven't seen each other in a long time or some family members that haven't met ever I try to bring them all together I do the same thing with my friends so friends that I've worked here with they know me this way friends that I've worked here with they know me this way and most of the time it's the same way Tammy is a damn cut up she crazy you know what I'm saying but she good people she good people she'll give you the shirt off her back she tries to take up for everybody she you know she's about She's about her business, but she can't cut up type of person. I'm pretty much like that everywhere I go. Um, But I'm the type of person I try to bring people together. But if I even sense a hint of indifference, then I, I will nip it in the bud. Because I feel like I want other people to feel vulnerable around me. And I want to be vulnerable with them. But that's why I keep certain friends in certain groups because I know that they are they haven't crossed that threshold to the next chapter in their life. They haven't grown into that spiritual awakening that they need to know that they don't have to always have their guard up. So I keep them away from my friends that are extremely open about their lives and some of my friends I feel like because I've been friends with them for so long um or I know like they have a specific religious background or something like that some of my friends I can't be open with and I can't be a hundred percent vulnerable and do you know how exhausting that is y'all do y'all know how exhausting that is that is exhausting so that's why I feel like anybody that's that comes into my life and that wants to date me, I want them to be able to feel vulnerable. I want a man to, and I'm just saying my preference, so because I don't want anybody to think that, you know, I'm anti-LGBTQ plus and all of the others. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is myself, I love men so so if if there's a man that wants to come into my life I want him to feel like he can talk to me about anything he asks me any questions you know hey 
Did you wash your ass today? And and some women can't handle that. Like, okay, are you saying I stink or blah, blah, blah. Now, in the very beginning, I really would rather that you didn't. But I also would rather not go somewhere and I'm musty as hell. And you just let me come out the house because you don't want to walk on eggshells. And or because you do, you're walking on eggshells rather. You're walking on eggshells, so you don't know if you can tell me, sir, we are going out together. So my mustiness is a reflection of you. And I use that as an example because there has been a time where, look, I I am guilty. I'm guilty of it, and I don't care who knows. But I have been to the point where, like, I didn't realize I sweat all night. And I get up and I'm late for something. I'm running on my CP time. And I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and do the trifecta, the holy grail of washes. Which is basically, is, is everybody else will call it a whole bath. I call it the trifecta or the holy grail. You're going to wash your underarms, your putty cap, and your ass. And if you want to get into the diamond effect, you go ahead and wash your feet because, you know, toe jam is stank. So I'll hit those up. And maybe I won't hit my armpits as well as I needed to because I was sweating all night. And maybe I needed to hit the undercarriage of my breasts because my breasts are huge. And they sweat all the time they sweat in the winter honey it could be below 30 they are sweating these girls look they put they put in a lot of work to hold themselves up so they sweat and i remember going like it was a quick trip it was like we were gonna go to my significant other and i we were gonna go to uh, two different grocery stores because we needed to get some stuff for um, a party we were having. And I just wanted to run by, get the stuff real quick, and then come back to the house and start cooking. And then he could watch the food while I showered. So I decided after sleeping all night, okay, and something else might have happened that night before too. I can't remember. But I decided I was going to do the holy the Holy Grail, Holy Trinity, the trifecta, and I was going to bounce. And he was going to stay at the house and, and clean. And I was like, all right, I'm about to, you know, and obviously you brush your teeth too. That's just, that's not even included in that because you need to do that. I don't care if you don't wash your ass for a week, you need to brush your teeth every day. But, and I kissed him and I went to hug him and he was like, Bay, I said, yeah. He said, did you get in the shower? I said, nah, I did. I said, oh, man. I said, am I still stink? I must have been sweating all night. He said, yeah, uh, the marm pits. And I said, oh, okay. So I sent him to the store because he had showered. I sent him to the store and I came back and I took my shower. So that's what I'm saying. Like, he and I had that understanding. We didn't have to uh, sugarcoat things for any for each other. We didn't have to walk on eggshells. Everything was what it was. You know what I'm saying? 
If you got a booger, you know, I see your flapper. Like, you know. And I do that to, like, my coworkers and stuff. And somebody said that it was very mean for me to tell my coworker that they had a booger. And I said, how is it? I didn't yell it out. I didn't say it out loud. I pulled my coworker to the side and I said, you need to go blow your nose. You got a little flapper. You know what I'm saying? I just said, I said it just like that. So if you couldn't hear me, nobody else could hear me. You know what I'm saying? And, um, another nosy associate was, was like, oh, that's rude. And blah. I said, you about to sit up and let them walk around with this booger and let these clients be looking at them like they're crazy. And then what if they laugh or something and the booger shoot out? I've had that happen from me. And I could see it land on something. I'm like, how long have I had this booger? And now I done landed on these people's paper. And they looking at me like, I'm not touching that shit. Like, why would y'all not tell me I had a booger? Why would you not tell me I got broccoli on my teeth? Why would you not tell me I got a whole ass piece of chicken? I got a whole dinner box in between my teeth. Why would you not tell? And my teeth are spaced out. Like, why would you not tell me that? I need to go to the bathroom and hook that, and hook that shit up. You know what I'm saying? So when my my friend brought this up on his Facebook page, I just thought I have to talk about this because are y'all really out here not loving on each other enough where you don't have to walk on eggshells? If you are sad, you should be able to tell your significant other, hey, I am really bummed. I, I don't feel well. I'm depressed. Can you please hold me? I I don't have, I feel like this, not enough black people in, in particular go to and have therapy and not enough black people unpack their bullshit, their luggage, their baggage. Not enough black people do that. So I feel like black love is everything, including being a a psychiatrist and I feel like if I can't come to you 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 up here you going down on me I'm going down on you we having sex I'm getting butt naked in front of you and let me tell y'all something I don't show parts of my body very often other than cleavage okay my my cleave is on point I show that all the time everything else I keep bottled up I don't even like showing my calves like, if you you know me, you know I wear capris. That's about as short as I go. But I do have some short shorts that I wear now because it's been so hot everywhere that I've lived that I've had to, to get to that point where I have to be comfortable wearing shorts and stuff. But the swimsuits, things like that, mm-mm. Leotards, no. Um, leggings, I, I very rarely wear leggings. Unless I have on like a long like tunic type of shirt or a long t-shirt or something over it. I wear them to bed. I rarely wear them out. So, um, like I said, unless I got a long shirt. I just feel like we all in each other's personal space. You know what I'm saying? You You kiss me in the morning before you brush your teeth. And you talk to me. You mean to tell me I can't discuss my depression with you? You can't discuss your hurt, your how I hurt you about something, how you feel insignificant about this 
this situation, how you feel angry that they chose somebody over you at work. You can't talk to me about that, but you can put your face in my place. That doesn't make any sense to me. And if y'all are really out here doing that, y'all need to really reevaluate the relationship that you're in and your growth. Because a lot of you out here acting like you're grown and you're not really grown. If you can't talk to your significant other about, and you know if this is somebody that you're going to be with for a good long while, even I don't care if I'm with a man for a year. By that sixth month, there shouldn't be no secrets. We sh- we should be able to talk to each other. I shouldn't have to walk on eggshells. He shouldn't have to walk on eggshells. That's a long damn time, especially in these days. We all know ain't nobody promised tomorrow. That's a long damn time to be sitting up bottling stuff up. I'm about to tell you exactly what. Listen to me. I went through this and now I feel like this. Please just listen to me or tell me I'm not crazy or, you know, just talk me off the ledge type of situation. Oh, you trying to date me? Get ready for it because it's going to happen if we last longer than six to nine months. It's going to happen. We're going to talk about these things. I want to know. I want to know every inch of you. And that is not just sexual. I want I want to know your brain i want to be best friends with your brain and your heart and that's very important because a lot of people don't add that into oh i love him because he's so smart and i love his brain or i love her brain you know what i want your brain but i i want your heart too and i would say i want them equally but i'm i'm a realist i'm a real bitch out here i want your heart more Because with your heart, you will tell me anything. You will tell me anything and you will have my back and make sure that I'm good. Your brain might talk you out of it. Your brain might tell you about all the reasons why you shouldn't and you can't. And Because most of the men that I've dated, their brains tell them all the reasons why they, they should and can't be great. So until that is exercised properly, like all the rest of your muscles, I I definitely need your heart because your heart's not going to steer you wrong. Your heart is going to tell you, look, this, this, this is the one right here. This girl is the one. Fuck what your brain is telling you right now. I'm telling you, I want to be in her energy. So. I don't know what y'all out here doing. I don't know why y'all out here living like this. But if you are, I I want right now, I want y'all to evaluate your relationship. And I want you to figure out if you have been walking on eggshells during this relationship. Or if your person has been walking on eggshells during this relationship. And I want y'all to either talk it out and figure it out. Well, that's really what you got to do either way. You either need to talk it out and figure it out and work it out. Or you need to talk it out, figure it out and leave. Somebody needs to go. Because if you cannot be vulnerable and you can't be yourself with somebody, what is the point? What is the point? Just like my friend posted, what's the point? You sitting up, you can't, you can't tell 
your I've let me let me give you an example. I was with a a young man that I I felt like I couldn't tell him what I liked as far as sexually. And that's like the smallest of the small. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not even a big situation. But how do you how are you not able to tell somebody this person is supposed to be there to please you you're supposed to be there to please them and me and this guy dated for two or three years and I felt like I couldn't be real with him and tell him I don't like when you do that I just don't maybe somebody else that you were with like that I don't like it This is how I want you to handle my body. How do you want me to handle your body? Because what I'm doing, you might not like. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not little Kim the Queen B out here, you know, giving head. You got to tell me what you need from me. You got to tell me what, how you want to feel. And you can't walk on eggshells about things like that. Life is too short. Life is too short to find out after years that you know you you actually like the same sex but you were walking on eggshells and you couldn't really tell your significant other that you didn't really you you like them as a friend and you love them as a friend but you really wanted to be with somebody that was the same sex you you cannot walk on eggshells because you see how I just gave that example that's detrimental that is that is something that could shake somebody to their core so you gotta you gotta be all in or or not at all so that's all I wanted to talk to y'all about uh I feel I feel liberated and talking about it (laughs) But um, I'm going to try to see if my friend that posted the Facebook post, if he'll listen to this uh, this podcast and tell me what he thinks. But um, yeah, y'all, y'all out here, my, my word of advice for y'all is to get real, get it out and and just be who you are. I'm quirky. I'm crazy. Uh, I'm lazy. I look. I, I bust my ass. I work hard as hell. But I am lazy as shit. Now ask me how that works. I'll tell you how it works. Not right now. I'll tell you how it works. But I don't I don't wait until nine months in to let somebody know that. Because I, I want my significant other. If I'm feeling you and we getting deep and we getting close. I need you to know these things about me before you get in too deep. Because me not wanting to clean might be a big issue for you but I hate cleaning I hate cleaning uh I hate grocery shopping I hate cooking I can cook I can clean I can grocery shop I can do all these things I hate doing laundry I can do all of this stuff I just don't like it and I complained about it (laughs) so I want you to know when you come in the house and I'm sitting there washing dishes and I'm complaining about how many dishes are in here. It's not really geared towards you. It's just the fact that I don't want to do this shit. <laughs> That's why I'm complaining. But yeah, y'all, 
be yourselves and and be real with somebody that you're with don't wait don't let it fester because that turns out bad too i look i am a testament of that um don't let it fester just get it out let the person know what you're about don't walk on eggshells with your significant other because that's that's whack (laughs) yes i'm bringing whack back that's whack so all right y'all thank you for listening to me today on talk that with tammy i hope you follow me for my next podcast um episode six this is six my next podcast episode seven um but until next time y'all Bye.